Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I was just listening to episode 280 or 281. I'm not really sure. Uh, this is Officer Campbell. Um, I was listening to you talk about how you don't know how to drive a manual, uh, a stick shift. And um, I, myself, have only driven one once, so my uh, skill set is very limited to it. Um, but I do know that you clutch first. And the reason I know that you clutch first is actually from an episode of the Nickelodeon television show called Doug. Um, you know, the, the, you know, that, that weird show with the, the guy that was blue, his name was Skeeter. <laughs> that dude. Um, yeah, they, I remember some episode where I think they were going on tour with the Beats, who was their favorite band. Um, they sang a song about needing more allowance. Um, I don't know. But for some reason, they were at a truck stop, and they were talking to a truck driver. And I remember the handsome woman saying, remember, clutch first. And then they had, like, this nightmare about driving the truck up a hill in a rainstorm, and they crashed or something. I don't know. It was sort of odd. But, yeah, um, if you drive a stick, uh, clutch first. Hey, guys. Kevin Keppel calling in. Um, just finished listening to the new episode. Um, just kind of share a story in regards to Ben's tofu story at uh, Whole Foods. Uh, mine doesn't involve tofu because who the hell eats tofu? But I was at Albany's uh, candy factory there in Maryville getting uh, some uh, Easter candy a couple years ago, see the Easter bunny, and walking through the line, and I see there's gummy bears. It was a flavor I'd never had before. can't really remember what flavor it was. So I decided, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a little sample. So I pick one up, pop it in my mouth, chew it up. like, God, oh, that's not too bad. My wife looks at me stone, just mortified that I did this. I'm like, wow, what's the problem? She goes, you can't just reach in and grab those. I said, why not? It's like grabbing a grape at the grocery store. Just as she's saying this, this guy comes out of nowhere, gives, picks up the, the tray of gummy bears and walks over to the garbage. I said, are you just gonna, you just gonna throw those away? And he goes, if you're gonna, like, if you're gonna throw them away, I'll, I'll take them off your hands. He looks at me stone faced, dead in the eye and pours them in the garbage can. I said, look, man, it's not like I have leprosy or something. You know, I would have taken those off your hands. He's like, no touching the food. So, you know, I can relate to their whole uh, overcautiousness. But, uh, again, another great episode, guys, and keep it up. Hey, what's going on? This is episode 285 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So where are we? I don't know. I, I, I failed to put an end date, but I don't feel like you put an end date on any of your polls. I didn't. Just to, just to be completely transparent, you told me Monday, the last day of the poll that we were running, our bracket poll uh, for March Badness, you said, hey, I'm not able to do this. I've tried all day. I cannot figure out why Facebook won't let me launch this final poll. Yeah, it was weird. I think they were like, that's too many polls, bro. So I put up the poll simply, again, I left the, I made a mistake by not giving a drop dead date or maybe it's like a week. I don't know. I didn't pick 12 hours, whatever, but I don't know that. And you're saying you never did either. No. So where are we right now? It's Sunday morning. It's 9.45 a.m. As of Sunday at 9.45. Um, on April 11th. Dave's Yelp reviews have 28 and my wife has 26. So. It is uh, what it is. It I mean, is I, what it I is. I feel like just for the purpose of, of uh, moving forward, this is where it should end. Do you agree or not agree? Should we give it till? I agree, but okay. but I want to protest the Capitol <laughs> because. It will forever. My wife history. was up by like six votes uh, three or four days after the vote. And then it sat dormant. All of a sudden, like nine votes came in for yours, and I smell a rat. Well, I will say this. If it weren't for the fact that you never gave a timeline on any, if you said, hey, look, dude, I've been giving people 12 hours That's to right. respond, then you could have an asterisk, but you didn't, as I didn't either. No. So I think that unfortunately we have to be better organized, but I won. Yeah, or, or Dave's, but I feel like- Dave's Yelp, it's, again, it's not about me. It's just you did one thing and I did but another. But I feel like my wife time. thought the game was over, went home, took its uniform, and began uh, parting and yeah. sharing the trophy around. And then 
and then Dave Jelbrevis came back on the court, continued to shoot three-pointers by itself for one full quarter, and then said, hey, you guys, I think we won, man. I feel that very same way. That's your fault. For <laughs> but you I didn't put an end time. You know why? Because I, I wanted people to participate, and I, and I didn't want to put I didn't want to put uh, a damper on anyone's yeah. enthusiasm. Well, it is what it is. I, I mean, uh, All right. Dave's, Dave's Yelp, Yelp review is, takes it. So now you're never allowed to say my wife again? Oh, that, that was never part of any kind of deal. No. Whatever. I'm the cha- Dave's Yelp reviews are the champion. And well, look at this. We even this. got you guys to say they voted for both and then switch their vote. I that's mean, look, not, I'm looking no. at the comments. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I said that uh, right away. Your brother yes. also voted, built in an extra category. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't think you could do that. If now, it wasn't your post. I want to feel. I, I want to put this out there. This is as, the failure or the victory here is as much our fault as it is yours because, and I know people are going to say, "Well, I don't have my phone on me all the time." I'm not. You know what? Go to the go to the Facebook page, make your vote, and move on. First it's of not all, something, yeah, you do. I'm not talking <laughs> you, about me. No, they do. Oh, you okay. Have your phone on you. That's. I'm just saying you can vacillate. That's fine. But next time we have to have an end date, and we have to say you can switch back and forth fifty times, but by you know drop dead twelve hours, that's it. We live and we learn. We live and we learn, right? That's 100% correct. And I just want to put this out there. Nothing has changed about the world regardless of the outcome of our bracket poll. Well, congratulations to Dave's Yelp reviews then. It was a bloody knockdown, drag down. I would like to take this moment to accept the award on behalf of Dave's Yelp reviews. Yeah, take a minute. Not on behalf of Dave. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's it? (laughs) That's it. Let me tell you something. If anything speaks for itself... It's Dave's Yelp reviews. Do you want to Just thank saying. your your, your no, cell phone keyboard? Do you want to thank your pad and pen? I do not. And I, I, I feel like there's this pressure for the 2021 or 2022 bracket that now I have to write more Yelp reviews. So for that, yeah, look out for more Yelp reviews. Well, you can't just do that. sit on your laurels. You could, or I could, but I, because I feel like if... Now to say Dave's Yelp reviews has to mean that Dave's Yelp reviews from today forward. Yeah, I can't. You can't keep throwing back and saying overall Dave's Yelp reviews, right? Correct. No, I don't think they. I don't. I don't think there'd be an entry next year. Maybe I okay. would like a lot of new ones, but you never know. You never know. I think that it should have been. What do they call that? Where it's like the one, the winner gets to come back. You get to keep the winner. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> the perennial all star yes. Dave's Yelp reviews. Yes. Uh. Yeah. We're gonna present. Well, we're gonna present a bonus round just to see what happens uh, this week. We'll do one more poll: Dave's Yelp reviews versus question mark. You'll see, and we want to see. We well, want to see what's gonna happen. For all the fans of of Borat, just know that you put up a good fight, and that uh, <laughs> you haven't seen the last of of that lousy impression. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday morning. Yeah, you were late. Mm-hmm. So I moved the podcast from, because our schedules are now more in sync, from Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. to Sunday morning at 9.15 a.m. You overslept. I was like, cool, 9.30, whatever. That's fine. I mean, you told me you overslept at 8, and I was like, you only live 10 minutes away. You could probably I just I couldn't remember what time we did yeah. it. And I normally get up to like 5, 6, and so it was 8 o'clock, and I was like, oh, ugh, I didn't know where I was, what day it was. So for anybody who knows me, I it was sitting in my front room, uh, looking mm. out the window at 9.30, and then I texted Ben back, said, did you fall back asleep? He said, no, I'm in the middle of a phone call. And my gut instinct was to retext him back and say, this is my time now. Hang up your phone call. But I didn't. <laughs> I waited till he showed up at the front door to, to, uh, to provide that information to him. But anyway, why the hell are you so late? My mom Ten called. Ten minutes. My mom called. And so when your mom calls on Sunday morning and... She clearly wanted to hear her son's voice. I was like, I was looking at my watch and I was like, oh man, it's tight, but you got to do what you got to do. And uh, yeah, I had to give her time. She called and she wanted me to know. I went to Easter Sunday service last week. I brought the fam, you know, and uh, just to see if my skin would burn when I go in there. And so she liked it. And so she was basically calling to say like, hey, in case your kids want to come back to church again, I will come and get them. She was providing, she was going to be... Uh, Uber for church. Right. Which Chuber. I don't know. Do a Juber? Chuber. Oh, that's a Juber. That's well, that wouldn't be church. A ride to temple? <laughs> yes. You can go either way. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm trying to think of a some sort of Christ thing to make an Uber out of it, but I don't know. Maybe a lift? I don't know. Lift with a cross? 
or something. You know what would be cool is to do, you know how the Pope mobile has the Pope like standing in that like bubble. Yeah. If you did a church slash temple mosque ride, whatever it is to your house of worship and they, they got to ride in something like a religious artifact, a giant crucifix, a yarmulke, whatever it is. Oh, like the um, dog from Dumb and Dumber? Like the yeah. dog van? The yes. shaggin' wagon? Yes, for sure. Yeah, it would have to be a, a crucifix for a Christian church, I think. There's definitely a market for this because a lot of people who are still you know, attending church when there's no COVID are older people. I'm sorry. Younger people, let's just be honest. We're do, Still, we're doing everything we can yeah. to not do it. Uh, so why not provide a service from your house of worship to, or independently to ride, drive people to their house of worship? Yeah. Well, Hammond and then Baptist, maybe the brunch afterwards. Hammond Baptist has those bus where they go get inner city kids and they just like go, Hey, do you guys like snacks and stuff? <laughs> get on the bus and they just take them. Right. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, so she called and she told you that she wanted you I'm still to... trying to think of what else the cars would look like though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, other symbols. Isn't there a crescent moon for one of them? Uh, I mean, the Turkish flag has a crescent moon. Yeah, but, but is that not associated with I mean, Islam? Uh, could, I don't know that all people from Turkey are... You know what? I'm not touching it. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is where we... This is the, you know, like a pinball machine where you hit the... And it goes back the other way. Like, you're, you're going out of bounds, bro. You're Stay in. Don't yeah. tilt on this. You're one. out of line. Yeah. So she basically was like, hey, do you guys... Uh, does it, does anybody in your house want to go to church? You can go again. Basically, you know, those, those like, those people like, did, wait, hold like, on. Did she mean like today? Like yeah. I'm on my way. Okay. Cause I'm like, she's throwing it out there. In I'm case thinking she might've thrown that information out yesterday, preparing you ahead of time. Oh, you don't know my mom. No. <laughs> or should, do you think we should have her on, uh, on the show? <laughs> well, where else would we yeah, have her? If you want all the laughs then yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, she's basically like, Hey, just. You know, you know the um the people that go like twice a year, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of like where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You go Easter, Christmas, or well, not Christmas, but Christmas Eve, something like that. We don't. We go on just Easter. So uh, unless they have like a bring your family to church kind of day, like work. That's every day at church. Oh, you're supposed to always bring yeah. them, bring your family day yeah. to church. They don't have like the adults about, only night. Yeah, yeah, it's I, uh. <laughs> A well, mixer in temple. They have like adult services, which means like, Hey, if you could not bring your kids cause they're annoying. And then they have a, a children's service on alternate weeks, you know? So that way there's a more like adult. Yeah. Hey, we're just here to, we're, we're here to get down to business and then head out. We don't have like kids running up and down, you know, and acting a fool. Yeah. That makes sense. But, when we used to go to one, it was like, they would have the kids there for the first like 15 minutes mm-hmm. for the singing and jocularity and then they would scoot them off into like the kids class or whatever right so i think they kind of do that this one too so anyways we went last week with my parents and uh with my mom and uh i'll never call you dad um let's talk about the the guy i don't i guess i should say stepdad but like i don't think that's how it works he has to doesn't he have to adopt you in order to be your stepdad i don't know but like once you hit a certain age when your mom gets remarried you don't go this is my step well i guess a stepdad is just someone who's married to your mom when you're a child why when you're a child well i mean no otherwise you just call him by his name you're like it's steve that's my mom and steve yeah but if you were to introduce him would i go oh this is the guy the guy the guy that married my mom or do you say i mean he did do that yeah, so you'd be like, "This is the guy that occupies my mom's couch." He's like, "Hey, I just <laughs> this is the guy who drinks my mom's orange juice." What if he? What if he was like, "I don't need you to call me father. Dad would be fine." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, I, just I, say, I, "Hey, pop." I yeah, we need to figure out a hard fast date. And again, I'd throw it to the people, but since you know they don't care. Uh, I feel <laughs> like if your mom gets married, and I'm not, I've never been in this situation. Um, to another person after the age of 12, it's just, you just call the guy by his name or Mr. Or sir, whatever. You don't have to call him step anything. No, now, I don't. I when somebody asked you, who is this person? If they say, hey, do you know, uh, you know, whoever you go, yeah, that's my stepdad. Or that's the guy that married my mom. I, I guess. I don't that's know. That's my like, mom's husband. Is yeah. What I say. Okay. See? Yeah. See, my wife's <laughs> father is remarried, and, and that's what I think she says. That's my dad's wife. You wouldn't say that's my stepmom. It's like they got married when you were grown and had your own kids. Yeah, but you still, you know. I don't know. Maybe if the person did did motherly or fatherly things while you were still needed needing them to be done, drove you to practice, 
you know, uh, taught you to fight. Whatever. What if, what if, what if he took me of. to like kickboxing class? Like, can you pick me up? <laughs> he just like dropped me off. And I was like, can you wait in the parking lot? Yeah. yeah yes. Then, I, then it's a stepdad. Because be like, I'll I think do it. you would tell the instructor like, hey, I'm not trying to hurry or out of here, but you this clo- this class was supposed to end at 10 o'clock. My stepdad's in the parking lot. Yeah, he'll be furious. <laughs> He's like, one he condition. might come in here. I'll take you, but you have to call me. You have to refer to me as your stepdad. Dude, sweet. That's what I would do. Dude, it would be like. It would be like some real comeuppance if he was like, your mom is now my wife. And like kept doing that to me all the time. I like that. And I'd be like, you know what? Maybe it should, maybe it's it's a good thing that it lost. Anyway, so you went to church last week. You went to like three. Yeah. I don't remember if we talked about it. You had like an Easter egg hunt. You really went crazy last week. I had so a hell your mom, of a your mom got the feels. And she's like, I think I've hooked them in now. Well, because like my brothers don't go, right? They just, they're just like, nah, because like we're atheists and stuff. And so I just go, yeah, but so what? Just go anyways. Just go to be nice. Right. And then there's this whole like deep argument about like, you know, does it compromise your beliefs? Like, miss me with all that so, okay, shit. Well, just wait. mom is happy if you go, so go. I'm glad you brought that up because I can remember, you know, my kid had a bar mitzvah two years ago and people that were invited were like, they were actually more excited. They're like, oh, I'd never been inside of a temple before. And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't the time you're going to want to go because it's extended. It's usually way shorter, but because all the pomp and circumstance and everything, it's going to be long. And I don't like going to a normal, a normal service is too long right. for me. Uh, but I also feel like some people were very, felt very weird about it. We're like, well, I'll go to the, re- you know, the reception, the party afterward, but like, I'm not Jewish. You don't need to be Jewish. It does not compromise anything to go to the first part. If Yeah. If I go to a, a, one of my, my other family members has a christening or first communion or whatever, it doesn't make me Christian for going there. No, I have been felt very weird when they've passed around collection plates or people that go up to take communion. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, let me, let me move out of your way. Yeah. You know what I, I've always yeah. thought they need to have Dave doesn't touch it. A, a section for visitors <laughs> who are not, observing so it doesn't make everyone feel awkward now what if i wanted to just be part of what was going on and i'm like i'll take some body of christ i mean i've never had it i like to try new things yeah yeah and, and then what if i was like pooh, pooh, i don't like body of christ <laughs> but you if, have to understand i'm jewish or someone goes like he's it's fine what if you like you didn't really say you had like no frame of reference really so you just like okay we're all eating this cracker so you took a piece of cracker and just real this it's dude the fact that Curb hasn't done this I is asked unbelievable. For, I asked you for just, some schmear on my cracker. You just spit it out and go, oh, Jesus Christ, this is horrible. Perfect. But, I mean, I felt that way before where I'm like, I don't want to step out of the way and feel like I'm an outsider. And I'm like, should I also just sort of like take part? You know? Yeah, I don't know. do whatever you want. But, you but, but if you go to a Greek wedding or something and people are yelling Opa and smashing plates, everybody's on that. You don't have to be Greek for that. I'll yeah, smash a plate. Yeah, because that's so much fun. What I, mean, about I saw a, that on Three's Company. I don't know if it really happened. What about a, don't they step on a glass at a Jewish wedding? Yeah, but they only the, have one glass. They're not giving everyone glasses. It's too expensive. That's not That's not what this is about. It's a lot of glasses. You'd, you'd love to step on a glass. In fact, I only got married I would love uh, to. With, in a Jewish ceremony so I could step on the glass. Yeah. And didn't they lift you up in the chair too? They did, yeah. They do that too? Yeah. What about for a bigger family? And my mom and dad. What about for a bigger lady? Doesn't matter. Just you get more guys. You get, yeah. You, get more you, people. Yeah. Get a better chair. That's where you get. That's where you bring in the Russian juice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I get it. They're used to doing more agricultural things, so they lift heavier people. I went to my cousin. Got to keep some in the back. I played guitar at my, my cousin's wedding, which is a... A traditional Jewish Did ceremony. you play any traditional Jewish music? No, I played uh, extreme more than words. Oh, yeah. That's the farthest thing from klezmer music I've ever heard. It was, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. That part, the part that I participated in was the least Jewish part of the whole wouldn't entire it, affair. Wouldn't it have been awesome? Though? But you probably looked like the most Jewish guy there. No no disrespect or, oh, respect, or respect. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with it. But wouldn't it have been awesome I don't know, if I mean, you would have taken the time... I mean, if that's all it took for you to put a yarmulke on, then you'd be the most Jewish guy you could. You well, could me putting a yarmulke on is you eating the cracker. It's like, I don't, am I allowed to, should I? <laughs> you are allowed. In you fact, are? I will leave you with a parting. Uh, you didn't take one? Oh, you didn't make it to the my son's bar mitzvah No, I didn't ceremony. understand. I misunderstood yeah. something. Yeah. I just made it to the party. Either way, I have a, a, a extra yarmulke to give you in case it, the, oh. the, the need ever rises. But wouldn't it have been awesome if you would have put together a klezmer band just for, and like showed up and be like, I'm going to do extreme we're going to do extremely different. Is that 
I have to Google that word. So it is like what you hear when I play the Larry David music. Oh, like, is that like accordion? Yeah, all the the different kind of instruments and stuff. I like that. Yeah. Like Hava Nikita? Yeah. Okay. It's not Nikita. That's the Russian spy, Nagila. Nagila? Yeah. Dude, I just roll my L's. Yeah. So it's cool. It's super (laughs) close. Nikita is that, that spy, if you remember that. The TV show where she was. Yeah, hot looking one. Yeah. So let's keep it in the heat of them. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I just improved it. So your mom wanted to offer your children the opportunity to, or you two, which mm-hmm. fell on deaf ears. Said, no, pop, now like I'm podcasting on Sunday mornings. It's just not going to happen. Well, I almost told her like, hey, I got to go. We can't go to church. I got to go also, especially because I have to podcast, but I didn't want With her the to Jewish ask people. about it. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't want to uh, hurt. Well, her favorite person in the world is a Jew. Uh I didn't want to like bring up the podcast because then she was like, how can I download it? And mm. I talked to somebody about that like a week or two ago because like, they're like, I, they said something like, does your mom listen? And he, this guy was from actually from the church growing up. And I was like, yeah, no, I've, I've gone a long, long time hiding the fact because I don't want, uh, there's some things that maybe aren't, <clears throat> I can share it with anonymous people in the world, but I don't really want my mom listening. And he was like, oh, I, don't, I think you're not giving her enough credit, but uh, I still just more harm than good. Is what I say. Yeah. Those of you that don't know, I've been doing the podcast for how many years? Nine, I think. Jesus, H. Uh, yeah. For a long time. And I've been wearing sweatshirts and have stickers everywhere and stuff. And my mom doesn't know it exists. You're well, also she now 40. Found out. Yeah. Just for just to give people an idea. Throughout like, my 30s. It's not like you're 17 it. and you're hiding this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like cigarettes. Right. That's how, yeah. I, that's how I treat it. I, so yeah, uh, went to church, went to church. And uh, she invited me to to bring more people back. And you were like... Well, who would want to go to church? And I go, now hold up. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. My daughter loves to sing. I didn't say who would want to go to church. I said who would want to go to church. And what I mean by that um, is uh, when you are forced, when you're a child and you're forced to go to Sunday school, church, CCD, you don't want to go. Unless there are other kids that don't go to your school that you have an opportunity to, that are cool that you want to see, yeah. maybe. My homies were at church, but, so it was cool but, when I was a kid. But outside of that, like... I think older people like to go to church. So yeah. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't poo-pooing the entire church movement. I'm just saying... You meant what kid What kid wants to wake up on a Sunday and go to church? Now, mom and dad are not going to attend, and I just get to go with grandma. That's a That goes back in the plus category. Okay, yeah. Because grandmas are cool. Yeah, right. And I, you know, I was trying to tempt her. I said, you know, Whitney Houston learned how to sing in church, you know? She did. She was like, who's Whitney Houston? And I said... Exactly. Good point. Good, good point. No, but I thought maybe she might want to go. She might go because she might. She she also might just like be like, oh, grandma wants me to go. So I'll go. All right. Enough about church. Anyways. So, yeah, she uh, she did not go this week because I said, hey, just so you know, offers on the table. Nana says you can go to church. And she was like, all right, cool. And they kept coloring. And so maybe maybe we'll see. We'll see how this one plays Again, out. Again, I feel like I hope your mom does find a way to hear this because I'm going to tell her you might want to call on a Monday. Do a follow-up on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Hit that hard on Saturday. Remember that thing we kept talking about? <laughs> it's still available. Yeah, that's a right. better... If you do it last minute, it's like, well, I'm in my pajamas. I'm eating a toaster strudel. I got a lot going on. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to pick this apart psychologically, but maybe she also knew that it wasn't going to go down this week and uh, wanted to make her feel better about telling you about it and then yep. also, you know what I mean, told yeah. you last minute. And it's yeah. like, now you have a week to think about it. But there was a lot of that. It is what it is. So we went to Starve Rock too, though. Last yeah, week we did. I, I, saw I, that. I, I think because I think we did it after we podcasted. Which is where that same day. Yeah, where's Starve Rock? Yeah, it was the same day. Uh, Starve Rock is in Utica, Illinois. It's about an hour and a half west of the Indiana Illinois border, mm-hmm. and it's northern. I guess kind of northern Illinois. <clears throat> so what, what what happens at Starve Rock? It's one of the most famous. Like it's it was the biggest one in Illinois, the biggest like national landmark. Except for that bean or whatever mm-hmm. that's in the city. Um, it's like, uh, it's weird because every time we did hikes, I always thought it's like, you need your hiking shoes. Like, you know, you need a map. Like maybe uh, get your compass out. You're going to be in trees. Starve Rock is really cool, but it's almost like a public like park. Like a lot of the stuff that you walk on, you know, there's clear pathways. Some mm-hmm. of it's concrete. It's very like touristy. It's real cool. But Everyone that goes to Starve Rock takes the same picture, and so did we, in that, like, canyon. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Every time someone goes... I wouldn't, but I saw your pictures. <clears throat> well, every person that goes takes a picture in this canyon because it's a cool spot. I had never been there, and I always thought that people walked a long way to get there, and that was, like, the pinnacle. That was the apex of their walk. And, like, you made it to this cool spot, and you had to walk down a river to get there. No, it's, like, 
it's like a sidewalk essentially like and then boom you're in a canyon so it's really that part's odd i felt like i thought it was like a trophy like we made it to this spot and we're taking a photo but it's like no no the guy in a wheelchair could have almost made it so could you start somewhere else or is that like the parking lot for starved rock is that's where like you put your gps and it drops you off you know what i mean no, is there a couple different parking areas that you could if you wanted yeah. to start off somewhere different and make that the pinnacle of your trip yeah and i think you can walk further down most of it's pretty well it's not like you really can get off the beaten path that's that's the thing that tripped me up you know what i mean like i don't know no, man you can't but, get lost at start like if you get lost at star rock it's it's your fault so on a sunday at 11 you left northwest indiana you drove an hour and a half with your children and your wife to mm-hmm. star rock and then you hiked for two hours uh three two hours? or three okay two or three. and then you got in the car and came back mm-hmm and you guys packed lunches or did you grab some Subway on the way out there? And We packed little stuff and also, yeah, I don't know, so whatever. Who Something wants like to spend a Sunday like that? I thought it was I must be. It was a matter of fact, it was amazing. I what must be, about? I'm just, I have to be the anomaly. You mean being stuck in the car? Else. I mean, with your kids and it your was. family. <laughs> well, that part was okay. Especially but little kids, like. Three um, hours in the car was a little tough. But I mean, what, what are you going to do, man? Like. You can't. I you can't go for around. a hike. I, I, yesterday, I sat inside and watched a John Wayne Gacy documentary for six hours, <laughs> while while one of my kids was in one area doing whatever, and one of my kids was in another area doing whatever, and everyone was quiet, so quiet that uh, at times I paused it, took a half hour nap, then oh my god, again. I don't, dude. If I did that one, like my wife would probably have divorce papers. My, my wife was sitting right next to me. No, doing the she, same she thing. would just be like. My wife gets into a panic if if my kids have been plugged into electronics for more than like two hours. Mm-hmm. If they do, like if it's TV, video games, whatever, she starts to worry and just go. And, and I get it because you don't want them plugged in that long. If but, my kid got sucked into Tron, I'd be fine as like, long as I could finish this Gacy documentary. Like Poltergeist? Yeah. I don't just, care. Just right in. Well, that, I don't want him knocking from the inside of the TV because I'm watching this documentary. Yeah, because then you'll be like, is that part of the show? Dude, or anytime somebody comes downstairs to at, to get a snack, ask a question, important or not, I'm like, I roll my eyes, I hit the, I go, hold on, I hit the pause button, go ahead. <laughs> you have the floor. I have to listen to every single sentence said. At one point, like I said, I started falling asleep, so when I started it back, I went back 15 minutes to rewatch so I could make sure I missed nothing. No, dude. I needed to know about a 35, 38, 40 year, whatever murder investigation um, where the guy was convicted and sentenced to death as a result of it. And I still want to know more about it. How did they kill him? Lethal injection. That seems anti So he was supposed to get the chair, but then that final year in 94, they ended up saying Illinois was like, you know what? We're not going to do the chair anymore. It's super brutal. So we're going to do lethal injection. And I think I want to say it took like somewhere like 30 minutes to actually, there was a mess up, which his lawyers were like, dude, this lethal injection thing is not down to a science yet. It's far more brutal. It's going to make him suffocate. It's going to go wrong. And they're like, no, it's it's cool. And it, and it went extremely way longer because they're supposed to give you one that knocks you out and a second one that, that kills you. It seems like the the... The debate seems to be like whether you use capital punishment or not. You know what I mean? I understand both sides. So I get, I get that. What I don't get is the super weird way to do it. If you decide, okay, we're going to end this guy's life, then like... He should get the pick. Just, just, we'll just do it like quick or what, you know like what I mean? Like they do with a cow or that, or that, what, remember uh, Antoine Chagour from... Um, no Country for Old yeah, Men? Yeah, No Country for Old Men, where he just... He hit you yes. with this. Yeah, it's over. Well, because it's like, what's the goal? Don't here? let him do it, though, bro. I want no. That guy cannot be around anymore. I actually want him to do it. <laughs> you know, the I, most frightening character in any movie ever. I yeah, don't care. especially, or not. especially. That's why I want him to do it. Yeah, like that's so. maybe a deterrent, right? This dude's gonna come up and cattle, <laughs> cattle bolt but, you. But not. But you don't know when it's gonna happen. It's, it can be a week. It could happen anytime within a week. They just go sometime this week. Yeah. You're yeah. going to see this tall guy with a Mo Howard haircut, and he's going to fire a bolt into the side of your head. He might turn the lights on and wake you up to do it. Right. Or not. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. No, I like that. But really, because then that's like, that's the issue is like, do we, because they'll go like, ah, oh, it's inhumane. Well, you, but you've made the call. You're going to do it. So do it. Now this whole like, let's get three different serums. Let's get a, a crazy chair and put electricity through. Like that part seems weird to me. Yeah. Like just. Be, be um, 
what Game of Thrones? Remember, they just take them to town square and off with their head. So, or That's, like, like yeah. instead of everybody observing and and having like a display room, they should do like that scene in Goodfellas where like you know the news or whoever calls up and they're like, "We did what we could do. There's nothing else. He's gone. It? It's over. It's, <laughs> it's gone. done." Yeah, and that's it. Done. I don't know that there needs to be a curtain pull. And I get some families are like, you know what? Nah, I want to be there. I want to see. I want to make sure. Because here's the thing. Again, we don't trust the government. So we want to make sure. I, I, I understand I that. mean, you don't know. You ever see Remo Williams? If you've never seen Remo Williams, you're going to be watching it. I'll promise you that. I have not. But Remo Williams is a story about a police officer who dies. And then they keep him alive. And they make him into a super like Jason Bourne type of dude. And he works for like, a, a, like I think the CIA or the government or like private industry, Blackwater type of stuff. Did you? Manage how do you to know weave, they're not going to do that? Did you manage to weave RoboCop into this too? <laughs> no, this is not. <laughs> I would now you have because the guy from the '70s show killed him, and then they basically. But this is this is the idea. Uh, you, I need to see the person dead, and then like at the morgue, and then in the ground. I I don't trust that yeah, they want to make this fine. guy into some kind of super either. soldier or like look at you know after World War II they brought a lot of these Nazis back and the government hired them and they're like hey you're doing we're doing a lot of experiments like why let's not throw that information out I mean, mm-hmm. it already is done so you can work for us now yeah yeah that's the truth that's look it up the baby out with the bathwater right they're like well. Yeah, it's a bummer that you did it, but, done is but done. did you write down what you did? <laughs> right. That way we don't have to do it again. <clears throat> well, yeah, correct. But yeah, I think um, the only thing that would make it even weirder is adding a laugh track to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, not a bit. Especially, uh, well, like I have all these different laugh tracks. I got the stadium laugh track. I got, you know, with GarageBand, uh, you know, you got the sitcom. You got the, the small comedy club laugh track. So. You know, how do you decide which one to use? Just the, like, the cheap joke from the Golden Girls. Yeah. You know? I like that. Just one of the girls, I wish I could get a man like that. If only if only for the cooking. <laughs> Just something like that. <laughs> like it. Yeah. This whole, like, Joffrey Lannister. I mean, you could maybe bring in a Dave Attell beforehand, too. You should probably <clears throat> tell people, like, look, we're going to sit you in a room. There's going to be an hour of setup. There's going to be the last-minute call to the governor to see if this thing's going to get stayed. That's really not entertaining, and we want to really, you know, we really want this to be something. So we are going to bring David Cross in. He's going to do 15 ahead. And then, uh, you know, maybe we we lift our spirits. We go through an emotional roller coaster. What do you think? Yeah, don't, let's not, they're like, you know what, this is kind of, I'll be honest, the subject matter is a little heavy. So we brought a guy in to fluff the crowd yeah. a little bit. I mean, maybe then maybe a Nate Brigetzi, somebody who is lighthearted and uh, fun. Pretty you know, work family. Clean. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to smut this thing up. Yeah, exactly. No. So I just feel like there should make they should make for the families who drive across the country to finally see this. There needs to be a little more. Maybe yeah. a hotel package. You don't too. want like a Big J. What's it? Okerson. Yeah. Big J. Yeah. Okerson. You don't want that guy. As funny as he is, he might be a little blue for yeah. such an event. Yeah, there's families there, man. This is a family event. Brian Regan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a. There's families there. A lot of these people are good, wholesome people. They're about yeah. to see some murder, but before that, let's 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 clean the slate. Yeah, or or after. Uh, yeah, because then I just that's, feel like now that's like you know what the when you go to Chinese food and they give that little ice cream after. How disappointing though if you were the main act and then they're like, yeah, we need some sorbet after that. Yeah, tough crowd. <laughs> Yeah, what's with you guys? Dude, imagine that. <laughs> the guy being... comes out, he's like, usually these bits work. What's what, up? What is this? A, yeah. <laughs> what is this? A microphone or an oil painting? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've had, yeah. I've had funerals that were uh, were more well at Oh. What's that? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll start from the beginning then. I would f- also, that's like, if you could work that room in, you could, you, could, you could bring anybody around. Yeah. And all those comedians always have the stories where they're always like, Oh, dude, my word! You know when I bombed hard, and guys, like, you ever, you ever do a, you ever do an execution? <laughs> you want to talk about bombing, dude? <laughs> talk about really bombing. Speaking of uh, speaking of Nate Bergazzi, well, I guess I should come back to Star Rock later. But speaking of Nate Bergazzi, um, I finally finished his new one. Finally, mm. it took me like three weeks because I'd get like because I can't do a documentary in my house. I do twenty minutes, and the kids come up and they need things. And my basement is a long story, but so pretty much everyone's upstairs. So like. We're all, it might as well be an apartment. My house might as well be, because we're all in like a room, unless mm-hmm. you go down the hallway to your room, which nobody does. So I finally finished Nate Bergazzi. I watched it with my kid, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to ease him into some comedy stuff. But what has happened, and it, well, Nate Bergazzi is pretty clean, so I thought that would be a good one to do. 
Uh, what has happened is that they're these kids, Mike in particular, his comedy like pleasure centers are burnt out from meme compilations. Mm-hmm. So to him, what is funny is like somebody talking and then a close up of some dog with weird music. Right. That's like the joke. And so Bergazzi would say something. He would sort of set up a joke and he would look at me and go, Hmm, that's funny. Yeah, I get it. And I was like, no, it, he didn't say the part yet. He said, I have a dog. That's not the part, you know? Yeah. I can tell you my son's thinking like, yeah, but then somebody in Walmart's going to get slapped with a big right. bag and fall over in yoga pants. And everyone's going to laugh. And I was like, nope, nope, you have to wait. Um, so, yeah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good intro. He's watched a little bit of Brian Regan, some Bill Cosby. I don't know. So <clears throat> trying to, trying to, to get him in. But I didn't realize that Nate Bergazzi, what it was like, I have never, I don't know if you've experienced this. I had a comedian who was like, our timelines were so synced up. Like I was born about the same age. He's the same yeah, age as you. He's born in 79. I was born in 80. And all the stuff he was talking about, I was like, you identify with a lot of comedy stuff. But he's like, yeah, I got a daughter. My daughter's like nine, I think. And I was like, oh, okay. And he mentioned something about her that is, that my kid does. And he's some, oh, my kids didn't get on the bus. They got left mm-hmm. on the, it was a joke. He hasn't right. ruined his joke. But my kids got left off the bus. Like everything was lining up. And I was like, this is weird. You know, yeah. you don't have that with like a, like a David Tellers. I don't know. No, I mean, but I would say that there, I, all the popular comedians that are out now are probably between 40, 50 and 45. Like the big ones that people, everybody knows. And they're like, yeah, most you know, are around there. So, I mean, that's my, that's my age group. It's but cool. a lot, a lot of, yeah. The thing is, is he talks a lot about family related stuff. So that that's where you'll find, I mean, yeah. Every every comedian, I went and saw Nick DiPaolo, and I was like, "Yeah, I agree with that." Then I looked around, I was like, "I mean, I shouldn't have yelled that uh, out." But. <laughs> right, right. But what is the new one? I forget. What the, I don't remember. Something the name. about the average man. Mm-hmm. That most I saw it. Yeah, did you like it? It was not to me like fall over out of your chair funny. No, and I think I, I get angry when everybody. I'm like, "Hey, let's watch this comedy special," and other people are not. In, I have to watch them by myself. Because when other people either look away, it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter comedy or anything else. Music. If people, if I'm into something and I'm like, what do you think? I would rather someone be like, this sucks. I hate it. I'm not into it. I'll be like, cool. I'll turn it off and I'll watch it by myself. When people are lukewarm or they're just not interested and they, they like look up every, they're like, "Mm -hmm." and then they go back to looking at their phone or they go back to like doing things like my wife will start vacuuming in the middle of it or like, I have to do chores. I can't sit here and watch like if it was something else you would. Right. So those kind of things, uh, I like to enjoy myself. And then I reach out to, if, if you're one of those people, I reach out to a lot of people and I'll say like, Hey, this is a cool record. I'll tell certain people that I know will watch it. will appreciate it. The short answer is, um, I've liked other stuff that he's done better, but I'm just so ready for something Louis or something so outrageous where somebody goes like F what everybody says. We're doing it the way it used to be done. We don't care about, about progressives. We don't care about that culture. So for somebody who's just sort of like Bill Burr, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just threw out Louis because I'm waiting for the triumphant return of Louis. Yeah. And, um, well, he has one one already. He's one of my, but I'm talking about talking about specifically, and everything that's going on right now, I'm hoping that somebody starts and then everybody follows suit and goes like, yeah, we, we don't care about, you know, what is the fallout's going to be. We're comedians and that's what we do. And I just feel like he is him, Bill, you know, they're the guys that carry the torches. And even even Chappelle, who I've thought has become so much more pre... He went, in my opinion, way the other way. It's like, wow, man, this guy's like talking about things no one else wants to talk about. And then all of a sudden he's like, this guy's talking about things everyone's talking about. Yeah. And he's just giving his own personal opinion, which that's his right. I'm just saying, I just, I want to, I want to laugh. Man. He I does want to always be. think. So, I yeah, don't know. he does seem to be farting in the glass and smelling it. Yeah, he does. He's just like, you know, you know, what's awesome stuff I say, right? You know, what's the best things I think. Like, it seems really like when he opens a car door to get to a show, like I'm surprised, like you don't hear like, oh, mm, come out. You might. He's I've never seen like, it. he's getting like, um. Messiah like it's no different than a than a Conor McGregor who starts you know his team he starts becoming a making booze and doing this and making appearances it's just the old adage like all the you know the the Rocky the Rocky three 
all of a sudden you don't need to, to train as hard and, and you don't need, you know, you're telling your coaches what you're going to do for training and what you're not going to do. And then it's all of a sudden, like the magic is gone. I don't know. That's my opinion. But as far as I, I would say it's worth watching, I will probably watch it again by myself because I do, I do think he's awesome. So dude, um, I got TikTok this week. So I made the move from, remember, I was we like, talking oh, about it. I'm like going to watch these Instagram videos. The dancers. Yeah. I was talking about that to a couple of friends from work and they were like, dude, just get, just, just get it. Like quit being an old man. I was like, no, nah, I don't want that. They're like, dude, just quit being an old man and get it. And I don't, I don't know that I understand it, but TikTok is a weird place. Like I have zero followers. I follow zero people. I'm just there for the. I'm there for the weirdest parts of humanity. That's what I do. It is a weird, weird spot. Now, you've had it for a while. How have you not ever... Do you never looked at it or what? I was posting... I, so, there's a... We have a, a Hey My Man podcast account on there that I run. And so, Ben... When I say run, it's like, you know, Ben was making these short clips, these video clips of, of bits that we do. And we were posting them on, you know, our other social media. And then I was like, well, let me post them here too and just see... It's not the audience for that because it's just not what other people on TikTok are doing. So, no. you know, it, it is what it is. But in doing that, I also started flipping through and, and finding some people that are my, my favorite people to watch. And it reminds me of Twitter in the early days when people were just like, I'm going to do something to be funny and um, original and put it out there. And But then you, you get into this thing where there's like these trends where everybody like all these TikTok... TikTok is big with like like couples, you know, uh, Jeannie and and Steve are a couple, and they have a they have a TikTok account together, and they play pranks on each other, and then the other TikTok couples do the same pranks. It's like, uh, here's one where I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my my husband of you know 20 years that I'm pregnant. I'm gonna leave a pregnancy something that looks like a pregnancy test out, but it isn't one, and I'm gonna catch his reaction and I'm gonna post it, and then you realize this, sh- this shit's all fake. Like somebody else did it. Yeah. It was funny. And then now everyone else is like, hey, we're going to do that one where you think, where I make you think I'm pregnant. You're going to go crazy and show everybody like how you're, you're, you're losing your mind. And you could tell it, it, a lot of this stuff is just constructed and fake. But some of these people are actually pretty, pretty creative and, and entertaining. It uh, dude, it does. Absolutely. I'm trying to, I'm like real weary of the algorithm. So as soon as I see something that I don't even think I'll like, I skip it right away because I want the computer I know they're like up in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I want them to be like, oh, he doesn't like that right away. But so far, my favorite thing on TikTok is, I don't know how I can find it. There's that, there's that, a part of a rap song. And I don't know if it came from a real rap song or if it's a fake one, but the guy starts making all those noises. He's like, I pull up in that and he just starts making no idea what you're talking about. Dude, I'll have to play it for you. Uh, but it's so bad that everybody takes the sound from that song and they all pretend to be rappers with, they make jewelry out of like aluminum foil. It's like fake and like the microphone so, is just like a box on a string. And so they, they, I think this they, is called a, a stitch or a duet, they call it. So what it is, is somebody makes a TikTok video and then somebody else takes that, either imitates that video or uses, has a split screen where they're doing it along with the person. Uh, but they're, they're doing it to mock him. Correct. Correct. So the 100%. original guy put it on there in your belief because he thought it was cool it had to come and, from and somewhere. he thought it was but i'm saying he the original guy put it up posted it as in like this is some new stuff i'm working on and it was like <laughs> think it. so it's dude. not a joke to that person. i gotta think somebody was like working it like in a studio mm-hmm. and like somebody hear heard it? it yes okay i found it let's okay. see this, this should this should be it let's see I got and that's the real guy supposedly so, no i don't think that is so okay. I, I don't know so it'll tell you on the bottom who the artist is like if you look it'll say this audio originally originated from yeah Okay, so this dude, I don't know, is Y O O underscore R J, right? Mm-hmm. He's got. I I initially found it because you see, I'll show you after this. This dude right here has got like a fake microphone and fake bling. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the one that did it, but he's got like seventy videos all with that little clip. 
So I don't know if he fi- he must have like I feel like somebody was doing like a local rap album and they heard it and somebody was like, "Oh my god, dude, is that real?" and took it and but so, so now we've gone from we've gone from beatboxing mumble rap to bird calling in the middle of songs. Is he is that is that supposed to be him firing a, a, a rifle? I think or he's, some well, fully I think automatic. He's talking about his car first because he's oh. like, I pull up in that. And he does it for a while. Can, well, I, or is he saying I pull up and I like well, I'm firing off? He says pull up in that. Okay, but we all know that sometimes the the grammar in a rap song can be flexible. So I don't know, but anyways, that little sound clip, dude. Um, I have watched no less than fifty videos of people just. What did, I don't, that's what TikTok started out, right? Like, I'm the oldest man in the world here. <laughs> You're all right. Um, like, it's people that play. I still don't know how to make So one. TikTok They is, play the song and then they um, do the, my least favorite thing in the world, which is lip syncing. I hate it more than. Yeah. Especially lip sync talking. I'd rather I'd rather be executed in public with a laugh track than, <laughs> than do any lip sync stuff. I hear you. Or watch anybody lip sync except for that song because it's so great. I think so TikTok initially was like. After Vine died, which was, I want to say 30 seconds or 15 seconds. I don't remember what it was. It was like, there was a limit on how much, how long the video could be, but you could stop the video and do all kinds of cool things and then post it. So you could do like stop motion. You could do, you could take a video of yourself, pause it, and then start the video where you're in another part of the room and make all kinds of cool stuff. Well, that went under and then TikTok was born. Yeah. In the beginning, I was seeing, you would see a lot of people doing the, they had like, um, audio from let's just say family guy and then real life people would use that audio and lips would yes. really lip sync it yeah that's what i, I thought I TikTok think it's was dumb and annoying i can't stand it yeah there's also on tiktok real musicians who will sing parts of songs real real musicians who play parts of songs uh, like i told you there's that john mayer if you follow him i, watched he'll show john, you like I don't follow anybody but i watched john mayer play guitar yeah and it was great but it's not to be funny like he's showing no, you like no, hey here's we'll... a guitar part of one of my songs if you want to learn it, this is like a little trick I do. So there's all kinds of different stuff you can find. My second favorite thing so far, besides that guy going, brr, brr, is um, there's, I don't know if it's one guy or a bunch of guys, but there's a, uh, a uh, I don't know, a Middle Eastern fella. Mm-hmm. You never see him. You just, he's holding the mic and he works at a convenience store, like in the hood. Yeah. And people come in and he hands them their change or gives them whatever back. But yeah. he says, um, inappropriate things to him when he gives it to him like he's he like comes on to them mm-hmm. there's a plexiglass so they can't do anything but it's usually it's dudes that he does it to though always yeah i'm sorry like it's always strong or like you know guys who are, who look like they're like super alpha or like gang members or yeah you know. yeah guys that look uh tough or at least putting out an affect right. that they're tough and he'll go like okay here's your gatorade and here's your change thank you sweetie right and each time they look like what they do a double take a real double take nothing's better than a real one right you know what i mean and they'll go like what man get make it out of here and he'll go Thank you, baby. And give them their stuff. And and I've watched, I don't know, a solid 25 minutes of that so guy So when are you going to make a TikTok, dude? Don't Why don't know. you use that thing and you can make your own? I would make one. I would record you talking and make one out of it, but I don't know how to do it. It can't be that difficult. No, it can't be. So your band uh, or you and the guitar player from your band, right, are performing. I want to bring this up a little early. April 17th April at Byway S- Brewing this Saturday. In Highland, Indiana. So this No, Saturday. Hammond. Is it Hammond? It's Hammond. It's right there on the board. You know it's HMD, boy, for <laughs> sure. It's just on the right side. Anyway, um, and because of that, I was thinking, uh, you know how you said you're going to be playing mu- music from the 80s and then music from the 90s, so you're going to have a, a wide variety of, uh, of different songs you play, correct? Correct. So what I did was I went and searched rock songs that every cover band should know, and I want to play this, uh, this quick game with you, and this is how you're going to answer. Um. It's either going to be can't play, don't play, can't play, can play, don't play, or can play, do play. So I want to know which of these songs quickly, you don't have to get crazy with it. Or song- One more time, the instructions. So it's either going to be that you can play it, but don't play it. You can't play it and don't play it because you can't. Or you can and you do. I want to see how many There's of no these. There's no way I'll remember that, but I'll say, how, I'll how say many, words after you do. I want to see how many of these songs, uh, and I, I, I want to get through it pretty quick. So like I said, we don't need to belabor it. We don't need to, I don't need, I don't need any filibuster. Can play it, won't play it, can't play it. Yeah. Like can a, and do. Are you able to play this song? And I'm not, I don't want you to go, well, I don't, I currently have, I haven't learned it, but I know I could, okay. you know I'll what I'm saying? I'll keep it succinct. Yeah. Okay. So number 50 is what I got by Sublime. Can and have. 
Man in the Box, Allison Chains. Cannon Head. Basket Case, Green Day. Cannon Don't. Me and Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin. Don't want to. Highway to Hell. AC Don't want AC. to. Talk Dirty to Me by Poison. Mm, I don't, no. Jump by Van Halen. Can't. What I Like About You, The Romantics. Should. Jenny Jenny, Tommy Two-Tone. Do All the Time. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. It's just one Jenny, by the way. Uh, want it, uh, can't, don't, uh, yeah. It says Jenny, Jenny, and it's also called 8675309. Jenny's the name of the song. That's what it says here. It's no two Jennies. Okay. Some Kind of Wonderful by Grand Fun Railroad. Don't, but should. Can't Get Enough, Bad Company. No, thank you. All Right Now by Free. Have with a, with a better musicians than I currently play. <laughs> All I did was sing. The Joker, Steve Miller Band. No, I uh, hate it. Honky Tonk Woman, Rolling Stones. No, thank you. Any Way You Want It by Journey. Uh, rules, but no. Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. No. Can't. All right. Can't. That was the first time I answered properly. Here I Go Again, White Snake. Uh, can't. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Have. Pour Some Sugar on Me, Def Leppard. Don't wanna. <laughs> Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf. Don't wanna. Old Time Rock and Roll, Bob Seger. That's fished out. Keep Your Hands to Yourself, Georgia Satellites. Uh, I never heard of it. Life in the Fast Lane, The Eagles. I don't like The Eagles. Enter Sandman, Metallica. I can't. Long Train Run and Doobie Brothers. I can't. Rock and Roll Night, uh, excuse me, Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Um, should play it twice every set. Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, can't, but would love to. Your Love, The Outfield. It can, do. Brick House, The Commodores. Can't. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Uh, cannot. Pride and Joy by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, I can't play that. No, that's very good. <laughs> Tush by ZZ Top. Oh, half, yeah. I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. Do. All right. Can and do. Don't mind if I do, do. Walk This Way by Aerosmith. No, thank you. I Love Rock and Roll, Joan Jett. No, thank you. Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. Mm-mm. Mustang Sally Wilson Pickett. Don't want to. Hard to Handle, Black Crows. No, thank you. You Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC. Nah. American Girl by Tom Petty. Yeah. Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry. I do the uh, Vanilla Ice version. Summer of 69, Brian Adams. Yeah. Brown Eyed Girl, Van Morrison. Um, No, because just it's too much. Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. I have, but shouldn't. Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. I haven't, but should. Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. No. Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. Uh, have. Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. Have, won't do it again. Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Yeah, have. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a... Yeah, you, you, sure. You, you ran the game. So are any of those ones that I brought up songs that you just earmarked and said, you know what, I'm going to play that one? No, right? no, but uh, no, but a lot of them Absolutely are... Absolutely not. Uh, we do, I do mostly acoustic these days. So a lot of like Enter Sandman and stuff that right. won't, you know, Crazy Train or whatever. I, first of all, I would love to do Ozzy. So I've done Sabbath. I've done Zeppelin. I've done a lot of a lot of those things. Brown Eyed Girl, uh, I take umbrage with because I just... And some of those I said I should do, but don't. But I just probably won't. But like Brown Eyed Girl, man. I just put it down. Put it down with Smells Like Teen Spirit. Just It's not it's not the song's fault, but just stop. I love talking about it. this, and I have to wonder. For a person who, you know, likes... It, it, you have an eclectic music taste... Why, you know, do you ever consider like just looking for B-sides and saying, hey, well, I'm going to play these B-sides that, you know, I, there's got to be B-sides of songs that aren't very popular from artists who are popular that that could, I don't know, maybe because you play, you're playing acoustic guitar, there's a lot of stuff that you can't do or just won't translate. I, we do a lot. Like of that B-sides. guy from Puddle of Mud. <laughs> oh, like, like, like it was, you we're blaming, uh. Well, I just feel like there's some songs, I mean, not that it's just the song, but there's some songs that don't translate from acoustic and people try to do it. And it's like, eh. I don't do a ton of real deep cuts, but I do like ones that you don't hear a lot. Like I play Karma Police by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites to play. And I don't see anyone else playing that. I do a couple Sam Smith songs acoustic, uh, which I think is, you know, a hook by Blues Travelers. Not a lot of people do it, but it's a great song. What about grabbing some music from contemporary musicians like smaller bands that are in the area that are still playing now and saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do 
a cover of this band's song. Well, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? Just to do something different. I don't know. I've covered Lights Over Bridgeport songs. Okay. I should cover that uh, Fuck You Cupid song. That song's great, man. Why don't you? I don't know. I just nobody knows it, and you know when it, when a band isn't like well known, I guess enough to cover. It's cool, but then you sort of get into the thing where like people think it's yours, maybe. Not that they would think yeah, it's that's mine, why but you, you know have what I'm a saying? microphone, and, and I know one thing for sure is you like to talk between songs, so it'll give you something to say. Like, that's hey, this true. isn't my song, but I've often wondered. You know, that's how a music scene catches fire. Like, we don't have a local music scene. I don't know if anybody does anymore. Maybe like in in you know places like Memphis or you know places where they're like specific Nashville. Yeah. It used to be, again, and this is way back in the day when I was a teenager and it didn't really matter um, because, you you know, this is not how you're making your livelihood. But a scene gets started where it's like you have a place to play and you just tell that pe- you just go like, hey, I'm going to play my music and that's that's it. Yeah. I wouldn't even take money for it. I'll just go there. We'll set up. We'll play. We'll bring people. Yeah. And we're going to play. That is how a scene gets started. And then yeah. you have other bands that you know and you're like, hey, dude, could I bring these guys too? We're going to have two bands. Right. We're not going to ask for any money. But that's really what it takes, right? It, t- it takes people to go like we we just want to play because we love playing unfortunately well, before tiktok that's what it took now you just go brr, brr. when people have uh, wives and families and they have to expect it to rehearse and be out of the house above and beyond working that's when things get a little tough but i just feel like maybe that's what we're in need of maybe that's what donald trump meant when he said let's make america great again like we need a small rock scene with a new a rock band like and Aerosmith, who was like, you know, kicking around the Boston area, who just were like, hey, you know, we're playing these same clubs and we're sort of making a name for ourselves. Not them, because I hate them. Yeah, you, I mean, you know it does I take mean. a scene. But dude, now the digital era, it's like you SoundCloud and TikTok and stuff. I don't you know, know man. I, mean? I think part of it is also the stage performance. Like, yeah, well, I can listen you still to music. Gotta, you still got to pound the ground a bit, I suppose. I still like to go in and see, like, one of my, I saw this band Radar open for Local H. And if you, you probably notice, I use a lot of their music for intros and, and outros here on this podcast. And I was just blown away by these guys. And I, I don't want to say that I enjoyed their performance more than Local H, but I prefer I prefer their their performance to Local H's performance. I just thought they were, you know, I already knew what Local H was going to bring to the table, and I was super I was super excited to see Local H. I had no idea who these people were until I saw them, and I was like, dude, what, this yeah, is, that is nice. It, but it's like they're playing all their own music. They're their own band, and I understand that they do they have other jobs and whatnot, but. That is the kind of thing that you get from shows. And it's like, you know, yeah, you can go to a bar and see a show, but I'm going to see you and your version of, and this is not to, to put that kind of scene down yeah. as much as I do, but I just feel like somebody, I'm, this is a call to arms for anybody out there. It's just like, hey man, put a band together, put five or six songs together and ask a, a, a guy like Ben or somebody else who plays in these situations, hey, when you're doing your intermission, would you mind if, if you know, we came up and we played or, or whatever, however the scenario would go? Like, that's just got how it's got to happen. We're, we are dying for a, a scene. We need a scene. especially And a scene for people our age. I don't know. When's the last time a, a band of people our age? It's, a called, band of, it's called Target and Tomato Bar. A band of people our age motivated other people our age to go out and be like, hey, we're going we're gonna to see this band every time they perform original music. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice, but I don't think that is a young man's game, right? My wife saw somebody the other day uh, in a pic- in a picture with a jean jacket, like, a, I don't know if it was, it was uh, an actor, I forget what it was, but it was a picture I was sending around, I think I sent it to you, it's that, 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 the Puerto- Luis Guzman, <laughs> I send this picture I have of Luis Guzman, that little Puerto Rican dude, he's like an actor, he's a, you'd know him if you saw oh, him. Oh, is that the dude from Blood In, Blood Out, Pop, um. He's, he's like the little like uh, shrimpy looking. He he was he was. Uh, Is he not the guy that says like give me some chon chon? I don't remember if that was Luis Guzman. I don't think so. But anyway, the the, the bottom line is there was a picture of him sitting on a rock uh, in a. Oh, jean dude, jacket. that's him. That's Popeye from okay. Blood and Blood Out. Oh so, yeah. So he is. Uh, wearing this jean jacket anyway. And I, I send it to people because I think it's funny because it's a ridiculous picture. So that is a promo for him to like, what you know that thing you used for me where you had Doc Gooden. Like, give me some well wishes. Yeah. But it's a different company doing the same thing. Like, this guy, will, you know, you give him a couple bucks. Cameo. Yeah. But this is not for Cameo. It's okay. for a different company. So anyway, I jokingly showed her the picture. And she's like, oh, that's a nice jean jacket. You know what? I don't see people wearing jean jackets anymore. What, what if I the got, best. What if I got you a denim jacket? Would you wear it? And I was like, could I 
could I make it into a battle jacket? And she's what like, what that? do you mean? I'm like, well, like a couple anthrax patches. Maybe what do you have a name for patch. your jackets? Stop right there. You don't know what a battle jacket is. It's not my jacket. No, but I hope this ends up with some hot D and D talk. <sighs> Dude, are you serious? We might a need a battle into- jacket. I need. You're gonna be offended. Listen to You're me. gonna be offended by how hard I'm laughing. At I this. know you guys. I know that you guys sometimes don't <laughs> like to, to share anything personal, but I'm calling on the Jason Fallmans of the world to post a picture. I know you got one, bro. I know you jacket. got one. The Joe Marinaras of the world. I need you guys Dude, to post he- a picture of your 1980s, 90s battle jacket. Um, <laughs> Because I, I think the this is this I can't believe you've never heard of this. This a battle jacket sounds like what He Man wears right before he fights Skeletor. I mean, it, it, that's absolutely probably where okay. the idea came from. And I'm still on board. You, then. But I say a battle jacket, <laughs> and you know what a battle jacket is. If I, I describe I, it, you already have an image. I have an idea. Yeah. So I used to have my leather jacket. I had like a motorcycle jacket, and then I had a denim jacket that I cut the sleeves off of. That I had. Dude, you got. I didn't be... have. I didn't have patches so much. But I had like you know pins and and yeah absolutely dude, that's a little extreme like but here's the thing some companies now like you know like mall where you can go to that store and buy like a, a punk rock t-shirt or a metal shirt what's it called hot topic there's companies that literally will make your battle jacket for you and send it to you dude the way a battle jacket's supposed to be made is you buy a patch at like the alley or something like that or you take an old t-shirt and you cut it up and you safety pin you know, the band's logo or yeah. whatever on your or, jacket. Or Man at Arms comes up and he puts it on you. But battle jackets are not synonymous to dudes. It's not specific. There are... there are Well, chicks some, can battle. Dude, chicks in battle jackets, it was a thing. Sounds so like you, a thing. Converse, you know, uh, okay. jeans and your denim your denim jacket. you got to break up the denim. So you put... you put Yeah, you, you can't have denim. Yeah, dude. You, you, th- you throw a couple of uh, Megadeth patches on there i or the metallica the metal up your ass i love jean jackets i think patches are cool but i didn't know they were called battle jackets if guys are willing to do if guys want to rock the battle jacket i will make a hey man podcast battle jacket patch something real oh, metal in man. like a metal looking stencil dude you know I what i'm saying don't fly too close to the sun with i that promise idea. you right now i promise you right now there are more people out there then you think, you know, I named two people right off the top of my head. I know these dudes had battle jackets if they're not rocking them right now uh, or still have them around. I can think off the top of my head at least 15 other people that listen to the podcast that I know of personally okay, that have had battle jackets or and probably have it hung up in their closet hoping one day their child will reach in and take their battle well, jacket. Well, listen. I want you people to post <laughs> pictures of your battle jacket. If you see someone on the street, I want battle jacket pictures. <sighs> one of my favorite photos um from damaged in transit my favorite street photographer uh from the region area here uh he's got of, a battle jacket no doubt about it he, he's he's making one right now um but one of my favorite photos that he took was a couple i believe they were at pierogi fest mm-hmm. and there was a couple and the dude has what i now know to be called a battle jacket i can't uh, believe and i love it and i don't dude i don't I love all that nostalgia stuff. Like I love, I'm even coming around a lot of the '80s stuff. I think it's great. I think battle jackets are great. I think it's a simpler time. I want. That's why we like Stranger Things, right? Because everybody looked into it, dude. That era looks so. But it was like that part looks so great. So I'm not like saying like they suck. I just I'm gonna need a minute. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a minute to sit with the term battle jacket because that's it's a bit much. I'll tell you how it's (laughs) gonna be easy to sit with it because it's gonna be the name of the episode. You have to be. In the movie The Warriors, in order to have a battle jacket, those guys—I mean, that's 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 a vest, that's a gang vest. That's not really a battle jacket. So you get like Injustice for All, a big like. So can you take an Injustice for All shirt and cut out that part you like, and then dude, button, pin that on there? The sky is the limit with your battle jacket. Your battle jacket is your own, dude. So I had I had a leather jacket. I gotta that go shop jeans shopping. A guy who played guitar alongside of me in one of my bands, he drew the cover of Mario Puzo's The Godfather. It's like a picture. It's an artist rendering of uh, uh, Marlon Brando's face. Um, really, really cool. He he freehanded it on the back of a leather jacket I had, and with marker then no with paint like oh. like legit paint. Whoa. And the dude's a like a real artist. King of the castle. King of the and, castle. And um, I gave it to 
my wife at some point because I grew out of it. Why? No, 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 no. Tell me you gave it to her so that you guys were going steady. No, I believe my sister-in-law ended up with it at some point. And then it was left at her parents' house. And when my wife's mother passed, I think her dad was just, he just threw everything away, including my leather jacket with Marlon Brando on the back of it. It was the, it was neon blue Marlon Brando head. I'll have to show you a picture of it. Um, Dang it. But, so you, should I get a battle jacket? Now, it, yes. <laughs> yes, and not only that, but if a letterman's jacket and a battle jacket are thrown in the same trunk, does the car explode? I would have, let, let's put that to the test. It's like putting, uh, what do you call those inside of a, a, a pop? The um, Like Mentos and uh, yeah, Diet Mentos Soda? Mentos and Diet Soda. Well, I know this. If a letterman's jacket and a battle jacket go into a trunk, and you open that trunk the next morning, only one of those jackets comes out. All right. That is episode 285 of the Him and Man podcast. We will catch you next time. Later. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle. Hang wants to call you on the telephone, baby. I give you a ring. But each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky, no dizzy until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't break my love upon no shelf. She said don't hit me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself.